bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, key party meeting vowed that ensuring economic stability is now top priority. And flight and train ticket searches surge after China further eased anti-COVID curbs. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China will work harder next year to coordinate its pandemic response and socio-economic development, comprehensively intensify reform and opening up, boost market confidence and expand domestic demand, according to a key party meeting on Tuesday. As they ease coronavirus control and pivot toward a reopening, China's new leadership lineup is looking to prioritize economic recovery while trying to stabilize employment for 2023. Policy shift touched on during Tuesday's tone-setting meeting of China's primary decision-making body reflects how Beijing is taking a pragmatic approach and allowing due time for its adjustment to pay economic dividends, particularly amid worsening external demand. For the next year, we must make economic stability our top priority and pursue progress while ensuring stability, the official Xinhua reported on Wednesday morning, citing a statement following the Politburo meeting. Policymakers have taken significant steps recently to address the biggest economic headwinds, relaxing some COVID controls and announcing a split of rescue measures for the struggling property sector. Fiscal policy will be kept active next year with a focus on improving its efficiency, according to the Politburo statement, suggesting a ramping up of stimulus. On monetary policy, the Politburo stuck to its description that measures will be prudent while adding that it should be targeted and forceful. That's in contrast to the language in the central bank's report last month, which said monetary policy will be flexible and appropriate. Consumption and investment should play a key role in expanding domestic demand, the Politburo said. Industrial policy should focus on development and security with supply chain resilience improved. And science and technology policy should focus on enhancing self-reliance. The economic analysis meeting of the 24-member Politburo is considered a prelude to the upcoming Central Economic Work Conference. Participants will gather to outline economic priorities for next year and discuss the nation's GDP growth targets. Moving on to some regional highlights. The final link in the 5,111-kilometer natural gas pipeline that runs from the gas field of eastern Siberia to Shanghai was put into operation yesterday, allowing Russian gas to directly reach the developed east coast of China. The Tai'an Taixing section of the China-Russia East Route's natural gas pipeline has been completed and the section running north to south along the east coast of China has been connected to the pipeline, which runs west across the country from Taixing in eastern Jiangsu province to Russia, media reports said. The China-Russia East gas pipeline is the country's third major cross-border natural gas pipeline. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future the Ministry of Finance on Wednesday issued 5 billion yuan worth of treasury bonds in Hong Kong, the fourth round of treasury bond sales in the SAR this year. The issuance, which included two-year bond worth 4 billion yuan and 10-year bond worth 1 billion yuan, was well received by institutional investors, with the total bid amount reaching 17.68 billion yuan, 3.54 times the amount in circulation, according to the Hong Kong Monetary Authority. 
Guangzhou has unveiled a three-year plan to make the South China's metropolis a leading domestic hub for the production and use of hydrogen power vehicles. The capital of Guangdong province aims to have a fuel cell vehicle or FCV industry worth 10 billion yuan by 2025, according to the plan the local government released Tuesday. Guangzhou should also have no fewer than 2,500 FCVs in use by 2025. Regarding infrastructure, the plan shows the city is looking to have a stable supply capacity of 40,000 metric tons of hydrogen before 2026, with three-quarters of that produced locally. Guangzhou also aims to build a wide network of 50 hydrogen refueling stations by 2025. Next on industry and company news, searches and bookings for flight and train tickets skyrocketed on Wednesday after China's further easing on anti-COVID curbs. On domestic online travel platforms Tongcheng Travel and Trip.com, the number of ticket searches for trips in the first week of the 2023 Spring Festival travel season reached the highest level for the first week of the travel rush in the past three years. The number of instant searches for airline tickets rose 438% compared with recent days, and the number of searches for train tickets rose 276% according to statistics shared by Tongcheng Travel. Jack Ma, founder of e-commerce giant Alibaba, resigned as president of the General Association of Zhejiang Entrepreneurs, a position he held since 2015. The Chinese billionaire was the first president of the non-profit organization formed by Zhejiang business people in 2015. And Nan Chunhui, chairman of electrical components manufacturer Chint Group, was elected as the new president Wednesday, the association said. Tesla is offering further incentives to Chinese customers who buy and take delivery of new cars this month in the latest move to boost sales in the world's biggest electric vehicle market. The pioneering EV company will subsidize purchases by 6,000 yuan for Model 3 sedans and Model Y sport utility vehicles. The Model 3 currently starts at 265,900 yuan and the Model Y at 288,900 yuan after government subsidies, a company representative said Wednesday. Switching gears to financial news, China's central bank added 32 tons of gold worth around 1.8 billion US dollars to its reserves. The People's Bank of China said Wednesday, the first increase it has disclosed in more than three years. The addition brought China's total gold reserve to 1,980 tons, the seventh biggest central bank bullion hoard in the world. Data from the State Administration of Foreign Exchange showed Wednesday. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks ended lower on Thursday with the benchmark Shanghai Composite losing 0.07%, while the Shenzhen Components slid 0.25%. While Hong Kong stocks closed with big gains as the Hang Seng Index rose 3.38% and the Tech Index jumped 6.64%, boosted by online healthcare stocks. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.